something that I have noticed. Several scriptures are starting to come together. Two of them in particular I'd like to talk about today, and then uh, we'll probably pick up and follow up on Sunday. So this being Thursday, uh, let's get right into it. These two scriptures that I found are talking about two separate people. We've discussed this before, but it's kind of amazing because they're coming together at the same time. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, written by Paul, and then we have Psalms 83, which is uh, written by Asaph, a prophet. Uh, let me get into it real quick because you can see the surrounding enemies of Israel. That's one thing. And then you can see this other group that's confederating. They're coming together and they're trying to get Israel to follow a more liberal path, a more of a one world notion of understanding that if we all work together in this liberal idealism that we can further bring peace and safety amongst the world. That's not the enemies. And that's where I want to show you the difference because, and this is really important, they're both coming together at the same time. Folks, one can cause the other. That's amazing to me. It really is. Let me just touch on Thessalonians here. I want to do this real quick so you can see it. Thank you for my little visualizer, everyone. First uh, Thessalonians, uh, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, uh, we're in the time and the season. Uh, you know perfectly well that the day of the Lord, this particular time, day of the Lord, is as a timing that a thief could interrupt. Okay, so we, we see this now is the rapture, the day of the Lord here. This is the actual rapture or the harpazo happening. All right, so, and it goes on to explain the difference here that, brother, that you're not in darkness if you believe the Jews' God. If you believe him, you believe Jesus, as your savior and understand the works that he did um, you're saved you accept Jesus as your savior you are not in darkness you're of light you're the children of the day so what's happening is 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 those those that are coming upon Israel from the different nations that are visiting now and they're trying to work out some sort of a two-state solution. They're trying to have Israel give more land to the Palestinians. Uh, this is not the enemy. This is those that are asleep. Those are, they don't know scripture. They don't know, and I'm going to get into that just a little bit more here in a minute, because Paul even tells us that we should be paying attention to this. So this piece of scripture that I just now give you is talking about the timing of the rapture and those that are unbelievers. All right, let me go ahead and um, let me rearrange this. I, I, we'll talk more about this as time goes on because I just, I'm hoping you can catch on to this and you can go to the scripture and read it. Uh, you never take my word for it, folks. You always establish your own belief and that's by praying and asking the Holy Spirit for it. That's important. Here's Asaph. Now, Asaph speaks of the same time, okay, because he's talking about an event that's going to take place. This event is going to clear out the enemies, <laughs> not the non-believers. All right, let's go right here. 
uh, be silent, uh, uh, O God. Uh, okay, hold not thy peace and be still, O God. He's in the presence of God, and God is showing him something. And this is an end-time prophecy that has not been fulfilled. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult that they have hate, that hate thee have lifted up their head. Enemies, right here, enemies. This is not the ones that they have consulted together with one consent, confederate against thee. These are the non-believers that I see Paul talking about. This is what Asaph is talking about right here, the enemies. Now the enemies right now are coming together. They are taking crafty counsel against thy people to consult against the hidden ones. Folks, the point is, now more than ever, the enemies are seeing a weakness, not the non-believers. So you have, hang on, you have two prophecies, one by Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5, and one by Asaph, a prophet, Psalms 83, and the two are converging together at the same time. That to me is what I caught on to and I wanted to relay to you folks, and we're going to talk more about it here upcoming on Sunday as we see things unfold. Folks, are, I've, I've told, I think I've told you this before, but if you just want the very basic footstep on what's going on in Israel, and this is very basic, but it's helpful, uh, I want you to go to the, the Times of Israel. Okay, and, and look around in that site because they, when they report, I'm out here on the uh, East Coast, so when they report, it's about three hours behind when they report it, and we're seven hours, I am out here. Time difference between Israel. In other words, Israel's in advance. They're ahead. So the news I'm getting is about three hours old, but it's seven hour difference here for me. And you can search around in there, and, and there, like I said, it's a foothold. It's a start. The Times of Israel. Okay, that's enough of that. Back to what I was saying. Two prophecies that are coming together at the same time, one describes the enemies. The other one describes the unbelievers, which are trying to get Israel to be organized in such a way to be liberalized and to join the more liberal understandings of the people. These are non-believers that have no idea what scripture is telling them and they don't believe Jesus as their savior. Now some of them can believe in the Jews God but not in the works of Jesus. So these are the non-believers not only those that don't believe Jews God but also don't believe Jesus as their savior. These are the ones that that Paul is writing about. And then it's funny and it, it, it's not funny it's it's coincidental but it's helpful that at the same time you actually see Asaph talking about them here. Now here he's talking about the enemies taking crafty counsel which they are today those are surrounding Israel <clears throat> and then for they have consulted together with one consent and they're confederate against thee. This I believe is the non-believers and here we put the two together and that was the key. That That is what led me to understand that these two prophecies 
are actually coming together. I want to show you one other thing here that Paul makes a note of, and that's uh, in 520. Here it is. This is um, 1 Thessalonians 520. Let me read this to you. <clears throat> and everything give thanks. He goes on, quench not the spirit, folks. That's You're definitely listening to the spirit. You're a believer in Jesus, and you're understanding where we are. Now, this is the one that's interesting. It says, despise not prophesyings, the prophecies of old. They have been told is what's going to happen, folks, and in, 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 to pay special attention to them. Okay, let me wrap this up. Two separate prophecies, one by Paul and Thessalonians when he was speaking to the Thessalonians, Asaph when he was in the presence of God. One clears the land of the enemies at a given moment, and the other one speaks of a time that you need not have to be told about because as they come together, you will realize what's going on. I do. I think that uh, you folks do. Most of you do. You see what's going on. I'm going to add a couple of other little prophecies, something for you to think about too. And I'm going to give you an alike. It's, it's, they have the same thing in common. And one of them is, is um, Jeremiah 49, 37, 34 through 37. This is the northern part of Iran called Alam. And this is a place where a major catastrophe of some sort happens. It doesn't say what. It just says a scattering of the people. And that just so happens to be the area of where Iran has its nuclear plant. Okay. We don't know when that's going to take place, and we don't know who starts it. Next one is Isaiah 17, the total destruction of Damascus. We don't know when that's going to happen or who starts that war there. Asaph, in Psalms 83, we don't know when and we don't know who will start that war. And, but however, Paul tells us when we get together, we gather together, we need not have be written unto us. Who starts it and when is determined by God. God is the one that will say when. And then we remember that here in uh, Thessalonians, let me go right back to it again, that <clears throat> when all this converges together, he's saying the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief, those unaware non-believers and the night, and when they shall be saying peace and safety, this right here is saying peace and safety. This is not assuming an action. This is when they're saying these are those that are coming against Israel and trying to convince them into a one world order of liberalism and Israel is not going for it. So then sudden destruction come upon them. Who is it that the sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with a child? This then would be the enemies. So hopefully I, what I did was is I gave you some scripture to go by and, and to read and see if you don't draw to the same conclusion because both of these are converging together and then you have the other prophecies and all of them, the thing that they have in common is we don't know when and we don't know who starts it, but we do understand through Scripture that it's when God wants to step in and he wants to clear the land, the enemies surrounding Israel, that Israel can build its temple and sacrifice. 
that I already explained the war in my other video. Uh, the war in heaven where Satan and his angels are taken up into heaven are detained for three and a half years. Three and a half years of the tribulation. That's the same time that Israel will have its enemies cleared and will be able to build its temple and start sacrificing. All right. I drew all this together and kind of put the big picture up there, I think, for you, hopefully. <laughs> We're going to go into some more on Sunday. Let's see where this all leads, what's going to happen to Israel next, and uh, give it a couple more days. I'll be back here Sunday. Okay, folks, thanks again for stopping in. I appreciate it. We'll pick up again on Sunday.